Hello and welcome. It's the UK Scriptwriters Podcast. Uh, I'm Danny Stack. I'm Tim Clay. Uh, welcome. Uh, we meet once a month to talk about the UK screenwriting scene and beyond, everywhere we meet. Yeah. So if you've been with us since the start, thank you very much. We're about three years old. Um, I say once a month, it's once a month-ish. Ish. Ish. So when, when we finally get around to it or remember to do it... Um, it's about six weeks at the minute. Because... You know, there we go. No a writer's that, month. A writer's month. I'll have month. it with you in a month. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it. So, um, yeah, you probably know of us already. Um, we're online, so you can check us out. So, But let's get straight into it, shall we? Into screenwriting news! Because it's been a while since screenwriting news. Therefore... Pitch equals duration since last news. <laughs> so really high pitch. That wasn't a pre-recorded jingle, listeners, just in case you thought, God, that was a professional-sounding pre-recorded jingle. <laughs> uh, no, that's my jingle for the screenwriting news. Um, um, do you know what? We've got more slack on the news recently, Danny, because we often feel there's not much news. Um, maybe report. that's because we get a bit bored of the news. I mean, things are happening all the time. Yes. New opportunities are coming up. Absolutely. People should be making their own news. Sometimes people write in and we feel well we can't cover all their news you know they've got a film on kickstarter and mm. all we can't cover them all uh but or this, but by the time we get to the news the deadline or whatever it's, it's gone it's gone because it's, gone, it's, like, it's six weeks it's anyway six. but this 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 time we do have some news probably worth a little shout yes exciting news the big one is um the red planet prize uh which i've been involved with with since it began in 2007 mm. uh is open for submissions yeah as of from the 11th of November. Not sure when this podcast goes live. Probably on the 11th. Okay, whenever. Whenever. But, but it's whenever a, you're listening, it's live now. It's live now. Uh, and if you don't know of it, it's a competition run by Tony Jordan's production company, Red Planet mm-hmm. Pictures. And now, for the last couple of years, in conjunction with Kudos Film and TV. Uh, and it's a scheme to find new writers. And it's completely free to enter. And you just send in the first 10 pages of your TV hour, TV hour script, not a feature, not a half hour. Um, and if we like the first 10 pages of the script, we ask to see the whole thing. Certain genres, Danny, or any genre? Any genre you want. It could be, okay. be one-off. Okay, so any 60-minute TV. But, yeah. But So I'm thinking I've got something I might want to put in. Yeah. It's a pilot, though, for ongoing, like, detective type show. Well, I Would think, that be allowed? I think that's the standard. And that's I've, probably what most people do. It, yeah, and okay. it's, it's my favourite. Okay. Because it's, um, you get to see what the writer's all about, really, in terms of how they think their idea is really going to work mm. over six episodes or more, um, what their concept is, if it's really new, original, or whatever. But the first ten pages are obviously key, and then we ask to read the full script... And then from there, it's whittled down into a long list and then a short list and then the winner. And the winner gets £5,000, a uh, agent if you didn't already have one, and the winning script either uh, gets optioned or uh, developed with Kudos and Red Planet, and there's more opportunities. As far as it you. goes, really. Yeah. But like, but in the past, if I remember correctly, it's not just the winners that get something out of it, or just the winner, rather. Because the other people, they've honed their script, obviously, by taking part. Yeah. I've had some great feedback from Tony and the guys. Yes. Some insightful 
feedback from people that know what they're talking about, not just general chit chat mm. <laughs> from Trigger Street or some rubbish. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like proper proper feedback from guys that have got the money to do something with it if they like it. Yes. Uh, well, some, sh- people, some people have gone on, haven't they, anyway, and done really well even though they didn't win. It's been a real big success since it started because the runners-up, have, as you say, have fared almost as well as the winners. Mm. And to me, if you make it down to the last 12, you've won. It's, yeah, yeah, you're, true, you're, you're right, just yeah. not you're just not getting that five grand as winner. Yeah, but you have all of the same perks. Yeah, because you'll be on the mentoring scheme with Tony and his team, right, right, right. And kudos and the team, and they're just awesome. Yeah, um, and even when I have meetings with some of them, and they talk through me my mm. scripts, I'm like, oh my god, this is the most amazing meeting I've ever had in my life. Uh, <laughs> Why and, is it? Why is it good? Because just it's insightful and very pop- insightful, professional, and, and very sharp, and okay. you know, not woolly at all. I mean, okay. it's constructive, but you know, I, I also get very depressed because they. Um, um, <laughs> well, you thinking? Why didn't I know all this? Exactly. It's like I knew all this, but I decided to do the opposite because I thought it'd be more interesting. And they're like, no, just do it. <laughs> so they can, you know, just yeah. break down why your idea is not working or, or how your idea could be better or how the story could be better characters all that kind of stuff all the stuff we know yeah because but you just sit there and listen to their wisdom yeah so it is great um so that's the big news i mean obviously the biggest success from it is that the one of the runners up from the first year uh created and now writes death in paradise for bbc mm. one mm. so that's awesome and then a few others have gone on to write for other tv shows and like Holby and MI High and Casualty and other kids' stuff. Just so, a good boost to your writing, it's even a, just your jobbing writing career then almost. It's a great well. boost. It's a foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, it opens up a lot of opportunities. Mm. I've got an interview with last year's winner that I'm just about okay. to put on the blog. Okay. And he says a few things that have happened to him as well okay. as a result. So that's always nice. I mean, the thing is, you don't want, you want like our watchword all the way through the podcast is telling it as it is. Mm. We don't try and downplay things because we both enjoy writing and telling stories and having a good time. Uh, but we also don't do a big rah-rah like some people do and sort of say... You can this, do this if you make your dreams come true. Make your dreams come true If or you whatever. stick at it hard enough. Or, you know, become, you know, a hit or something mm. like, you know, whatever. But this sounds like just the right balance of those two things it's pragmatic and realistic mm. you know yeah you, you, you if you win you might you might you just you're not magically going to tra- change your life forever uh it might do but it might not do but it's certainly going to be better than nothing it's going to get your foot in the door it's worth going to introduce you to some people they're going to read your writing at a serious level and let's not forget it's free anyway so it's why free. wouldn't you do it uh, yeah but the, i mean you submit online via the red planet pictures website red planet pictures just upload your 10 pages yeah, pdf or something yeah. but the, the, as one of the readers that goes through the submissions the thing i find is because it's free people just put in what yeah. they have lying around so it's like my only real tip is to think about what you're submitting yeah. and read actually the submission kind of yeah. requests yeah you know even Basic things like submit a PDF file and we get Keltex or a, okay, or yeah, a Word yeah. doc or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it, you know, PDF is standard, but also people submit plays and feature films and sitcoms. Yeah. And it's just like we want TV hours. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes plays can sneak in because they could be an hour long anyway. Yeah. Um, 
but at the same time, it's just generally But best. I think, I mean, just put your business hat on. Put your business what hat. do you think Tony Jordan's looking for? Yeah. He's looking for... He's looking to either find writers that he can use on his one-hour shows. Exactly. Or he's looking for a new show that presumably... I mean, one-offs, yeah, accepted. But I would have thought more likely, not just in winning, but just doing yourself a favour is your ongoing shows. Because more kudos would probably want, isn't it? Absolutely. They're looking for the next thing they can get three series out of, aren't they, really, exactly. I suppose? Exactly. Um, that's it. So it's a real... It's a genuine opportunity... And if so, if you treat it with any kind of preparation um, or proper kind of, you know... Well, I mean, it's almost like I can't... You could have I a can't show. think of many other people that could, uh, that could um, back this except for Tony because, you know, as a writer who's kept charge of his own destiny by setting up a company and so on, it's like a, the natural home, isn't it? It is. And he knows how tough it is. It's, he's, he's, you know. he's just the perfect person. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of history on, in terms of how we set it up. It's like I, I had the idea for it in mm. terms of there should be a competition that's really mm. a help and a boost and doesn't forget about you once you win something. It's like, how can we take you further? But as you say, it's like if I set that up, the Danny mm. Stack Prize, well, what, what can mm. I do for you? Very no, little. I don't want to enter that. Very little. So I, I, you know, I, I pitched it to a few people around town, just generally people who, who I read for, like, you know, the film companies, like mm. Working Title and stuff. Yeah. And they were all interested, but they were like, no, I don't know. And then I didn't even know Tony, but I had his yeah. email address, and I just emailed it to mm. him, and I, I said, what do you think? And he said, well, why don't we meet for a chat? And then all of a sudden I'm meeting him for a chat, mm. um, and quite nervous, and so, and I pitched it to him, and he's like, yeah, brilliant. Let's mm. do it. Mm. And that was in 2007. Brilliant. Well, bless you, Danny, for start starting it, really. Well, Tony Jordan and his team. Um, no, but you thought about it. Tony probably wouldn't have done it um, off his own back, would he? He's busy. Well, he, he's busy. Well, he's busy. He might have, he might have come he around someone, to something. Maybe, but he needed someone to say, look, look, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. And he goes, look, if you do it, I'll put my name to it. That's, that's the winning combination. And yeah. that's it was, you know. Well, that, you know, I mean... He did ask me what's in it for you, and there's nothing in it for me. And now it's like become so successful. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I should have had something out. Oh uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you can't even enter. But this is the thing: you you've got to be responsible for your own work, and you have got to yeah. be responsible for yourself. Huh. Um, yeah. Well next, done. Next Dan bit of news, Danny. Before that, no. Do your news. Do your next bit. Well, of news, then I'll come back. Then I'll come back. It's come a similar Red Planet Prize exactly. opportunity, but exactly. it's the BBC Writers Room. Yes. Um, because they've changed their submission strategy, so they open up two submission windows uh, in the year and throw scripts out of them and never, no, they actually receive scripts into them. Um, so you can submit as in from next week, I think. Go to the website if you don't know it already. More broad though, isn't it, than even the Red Planet in terms of what they're looking for. Completely. So, because, I mean, you could be sitcom, it could be any, any yes. a musical, it's I mean. Just, they're whatever, just looking for know? new talent. Yeah. You can, I think you can even submit radio and theatre stuff. Um, but it's definitely worth a look, worth a shout. Yeah. Um, BBC yeah. Writers Room, bbc.co.uk stroke Writers Room. That's right. Most of you will know all this already anyway, but it's it's part of. The but news. they might you might not know because I mean it is the windows open. Yeah, the windows open because like you say, it is twice a year. It's easy to forget, isn't it? And yeah. then it's gone again, and then you're like, oh, forgotten. Um, worth a go. 
Absolutely. Worth a go. You know, you just got to see how your work is going to be viewed as it goes through the grind of the system. I mean, I think it... Well, I don't want to downplay it too much, but I think it's great for those type of uh, writers that are just... Um, not just starting out. They've written a few things, but they, you know, you just want that sense of what the how the business mm. would uh, welcome your work or would want to critique your work. It's a good way in on that risk-free, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, if you've if you've got something you're not too sure about, you don't want to maybe ruin your chance with some good contacts you've got. Send it in there and mm. see what they say because they give you a little bit of feedback. Yeah. And you'll get a different reaction. Normally, big time. They give you a little bit of feedback. I think if it's... I can't remember. If they think it's worth giving feedback on. If you see I think they saying. give a little bit of basic feedback um, in, in terms of a rejection letter saying, thanks for sending it in. We yeah. felt the dialogue was a bit stilted or whatever, but, you know... I mean, I got quite a good one from them once. There you go. Like about a page or something yeah. like that. Um, something they said is quite good, actually, mm. but X, Y, Z. Yeah, you might get positive, but not any yeah. further. Yeah. That can be frustrating. But the thing is about... The BBC Writers' Room, for me anyways, just don't take their rejection or whatever they say to heart or too kind of literally. Because I have a friend who's got good feedback from them but hasn't right. kind of proceeded any further. Right. And he's become frustrated and he, you know, he's gnashing over the precise details of the feedback that right. he's got. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm like, dude, you know, the attitude is they're lucky to have your submission, mm. even though they're rejecting it. Because you're the writer and you know your writing's good. Obviously, mm. it's a big deal almost to get validated by the BBC Writers' Room. But in another way, it's not. Because yeah. if you have a personal connection with the producer, mm. that's going to make your script even better. Yeah. As opposed to just an anonymous submission yeah. and an anonymous reader yeah. and some positive feedback. I mean, that's just for folks that don't know. Like, 0.001%. <laughs> Stuff that gets made by the BBC comes through this sort of type of way. Mm. Well, Wolfblood, Wolfblood came through the BBC Writers' Room, or just a general shout out, I think. But, one of those but schemes. It's like one of those, but it's hardly any. That's no. what I'm saying, Danny. So you've got to remember it's not like um, you're being matched up against other scripts that you're watching. If you're watching the BBC now, you're not thinking, well, mine's as good as that. Mm -hmm. Why didn't it get picked up? It's because that didn't come through that way. It came through production company finding that script. Yeah, and personal relations. Personal relations. And they said, let's develop it together. Yeah. And they took it to their mate at the BBC that they'd known for 20 years and made hit shows with together. Yeah. And they said, I want to do it. And that's how those are getting made. Yeah. So you can't, you're right. You can't take it to heart. Don't. Because it's not... You're not matching yourself on a level playing field. But, no. But you give gotta, it a go. What have you got to lose? Again, free. It's free. It's free. And and instead of complaining about it and moaning about it, it's just wise up, really. Yeah, wise up. Wise up and um, just get on with things. Yeah, for sure. Because this is the way the system works. It's all subjective when it comes down to it. And yet, you know, most people, good professional people, will recognise a decent quality when they see it. Hmm. But it's whether they actually want to do anything with it from there or yeah, yeah, if they're yeah. interested in you as a writer yeah, yeah, yeah. If they've got, what else have they got going on at the minute exactly same thing I'll tell you what highlights this well for me is I was reading some general submissions like almost like anonymous newbie kind of submissions mm. and then I was reading some submissions from agent r represented writers and the difference was huge in terms of quality right. but at the same time I had to be very hardcore about the agent stuff mm. in terms of like is this really a writer that they should meet, as in mm. the, the producer, 
and then is it a script that they should kind of seriously consider or mm. is it just a sample of the writer kind mm. of thing and then it's just a whole new level mm. as opposed to like just raw talent there from the newbie or this guy's got great credits just been yeah, nominated yeah, yeah. for a BAFTA or whatever but is he right for this but is he is this script actually any good yeah um, or should I even bother meeting him kind mm. of thing and mm. it's like that's mm. some tough decisions have to be mm. made there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you do your best to kind of write out a report that says as such. Yeah. Um, and you just leave it up to the producer then. I mean, it's good that you're on both sides of the fence in that way, Danny. That, mm. You know, because you, you feel for both sides. Well, I when know. When you're doing your report, you're feeling for the writer. I am. And when you're a writer, you know that that you don't take those reports too much to heart and that it has been a difficult well, decision. Well, I don't. Um, but I know as well when I send my stuff out, how it's being treated as well. Yeah. And I know the kind of weary, cynical things that get said as well, But mm. and I know people are going to say that about my work. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm wised up. Yeah. I'm just going to continue. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, wi I'm wise Danny up. Danny Stack's new show, Wise Up. <laughs> wise Up, writers, yo. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's what we're all about, though, isn't it? Oh, uh, I guess so. Yes, I suppose so. So, tune in next time for Tim and Danny's Wise Up, wise pod up. podcast. Um, <laughs> do a jingle for that. Now... Uh, there was other news. Do you want to? Make, it's kind of interesting news, I think. Just briefly. Go on then. The BFI video on demand yeah. thing that they've released. Yeah. I mean, I used to be big on this sort of thing, Danny. Well, when I started doing my blog back in the day, mm -hmm. I did uh, quite often did posts about new ways of uh, watching films, new ways for people to reach out and uh, experience films, new ways for filmmakers to get their stuff seen. Um, not as excited in that area anymore because I think it's kind of done. Um, I think, to be fair, a, a, a good litmus test of that is if the BFI is involved. So if the BFI is involved, you know it's old news. In a good way, do you know what I mean? They're not going to be right on the cutting edge of stuff because they can't be risking that, you know, that money on crazy schemes. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? Quite rightly so. So it's got to have some rigour to it. So that's interesting that they're getting on board with uh, simultaneous release dates. Well, this is what it's all about. Things, you know? um, the video on demand. It's, well, you've access to their archive or whatever films they've put up there from um, previous, from the film's history. Um, but, you know, a new release like The Selfish Giant by Cleo Barnard, um, if that doesn't go nationwide, which I don't think it is, you can watch it online and it's, you, for a tenner. And you read it in there, it got good review. And it's, it's got actually, great like reviews. Stars, It'll I probably think. win an award or two somewhere, yeah. BAFTA, yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's really interesting and important because, you know, for low-budget filmmakers, maybe like ourselves, and if you make a film and you get it out there, you may not get cinema release or you might get, you know, two screenings somewhere in some obscure How much kind of do thing. you think, though? I mean, look, there's a demand to see that. So, you know, um, I mean, here's, a, here's another story coming up soon. I w I'll be watching it with interest. I think it'll be more successful. It's coming the other way, Doctor Who on at the cinemas. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's TV that you can get at the cinema to mm. see, and you're talking about a cinema film you can watch at home via mm. the stream. When it's released. When, on, the day, on the same day. Both of them are simultaneous releases. Uh, so it's all greying up and all becoming a bit... Fuzzy. Fuzzy and, and whatever. Crossover. But you, you, I'm not sure. You know, I, 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 I don't, I, I, I'm not going to be paying to watch The Selfish Giant at home. I think it depends on the film and depends on how much of a film geek you or, are. Uh, 
To me, no. Doesn't depend on the film. Well, this is. I don't think. I don't think I'd ever do it, Danny. A field in England did it, and they released some interesting and I'm very honest numbers. You know, it didn't do as well as they had hoped, but they admitted that they didn't know what they were doing, and they were just seeing how it yeah. all panned out. But that was you could watch that on. You could watch it everywhere. Four, film yeah. four yeah, well, on yeah. demand. Yeah. So you all watch, on the same day. So I might do that. Released on DVD because it's for now. But I, I'm not sure I'd ever pay to go to see something that's not on at the cinema. Well, uh, Barbarian, Barbarian Sound Studio thing, mm. uh, that was available via Curzon's website when it was released, and I watched it here. Right. Because I was just interested to see the film. Yeah. Um, and I thought, it's never going to be shown here. No. Uh, down in Dorset, where we live. Yeah. Uh, so I think, and something like Selfish Giant, I might check out as well. But, yeah, price is a thing. Because, uh, for me, it's not, but, I mean, I don't know... This is the thing, isn't it? Everyone's a bit different. I'm not saying to not offer these things just because I'm I think doing my, of... my own weird thing. Obviously, everyone's got their own bag and their own amount that they're willing to pay. But there's so much stuff that, you know, so many great films that you could be watching. I'm wondering if even, like, Day of Release, which is the thing that has held films together for decades now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the long tail's getting longer and... You know, I can wait. I haven't watched Iron Man 3 yet. I will watch it. And uh, my life's not poorer because I waited to watch it. You know, I don't feel out of the loop or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'll, but, you know, there it'll be one day and I'll check it out. Fantastic. When, the, you know, when it lands on my lap almost. Uh, I think, one, I don't know if people are moving that way but almost, which is... In, back to the days in the 70s and so on, when Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid would come out, French Connection would come out, that would be in the cinema for three months, four months. Not a week, and you got to run down there. And I'm wondering if through the other media that has come out now and the other ways of watching y- 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 your films, that we're going back to that, where, you know, really, we can check out A Royal Affair or whatever... Um, for six months, a year after, and we're still kind of catching it fresh, really. Um, we don't. It, are people that worried about watching it on the day of release? Why? Because we're all bundling down to the pub later to talk about it. Those days are gone when people are like that. Well, people have bigger people, TVs and cinema yeah, fitted, but, whatever. But the only reason to catch it is on the day is to talk about it the next day. I'm not sure. Cause, because going to the cinema, to me, is becoming an increasingly frustrating experience. Yeah, but why would you want to... I agree with this, sorry, Danny. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, mm. except for the fact of what you watch on your big telly. Right. I'm saying, why would you fork out a premium price to watch something the day it comes out, when you could watch a 99p classic film from the past that you've never seen before? Not even from the past, from two years ago. Yeah. Say you'd never seen um, Punch Drunk Love or something, mm. and I've been talking about it, saying, oh, you want to check that out, Danny? You go, oh, it's a few years old, eight years old or whatever. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give it a go, 99p. Still fantastic experience for you to watch it, eight mm. years on, doesn't mm. matter to you at all. Why would you pay ten times that to watch something on the day of release? Because it's new, and, it's new and you want to see it. I'd, what I'm saying is, I feel that that is a less pressured reason to spend a premium price now. Well, the numbers aren't so far aren't actually supporting the benefits of it at all, that people are really interested. But I think it's increasingly going to become just commonplace or the norm. Especially just, with the way Netflix and yeah. things like it are kind of yeah, making, could, yeah, two, making three, things bespoke or exclusive. Well, two, three years later, watch it, it doesn't matter. Uh, That's all. 
I, I think it's funny because in computer games, it, that's it, they've they've become very release sensitive. Firstly, because like your graphics are better than before, normally, mm. you know, and all these kind of things, and also you want to get online and play at the same time as everyone else. So it's a social pressure to you know get onto Battlefield Four to beat Steve Naive dot com or whatever, and you. Know, <laughs> And, and sniper him from a distance and have a bit of a fun because if he get it in six months time he's playing something else so I understand you know in that world but film I don't kind of unless you're all bundling down to Greenwich Village coffee shop after to have a natter about you know composition or something it doesn't matter that well, we I tell seen you, it does if, it if Gravity which is out now I think if that was available online or whatever yeah. on the same day it was released I'd be watching that tonight at home rather than going to the cinema to see it. Uh, only because going to the cinema to see it has become... Oh, maybe. But, you know, big screen for gravity, though, surely. Come on. Yeah, I'd be tempted. Yeah. But only if it was in the, my favourite cinema, which is a bit more kind of yeah. respectful. And, you know, if I got on Terror Park and they're all munching their popcorns and checking their phones and checking... Let's just conclude that I'm lazy I'm and, and you're a snob. <laughs> okay? That's, 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 the, that's the conclusion of yeah. that. That's the conclusion of that. Well, maybe some of you listening can tell us what you think in terms of... Yeah, we should... Um, yeah, video on demand is the way forward. I do it all the time, or whatever. Or whatever, it'd be interesting because you do end up just in your own bubble a little bit. It is, yeah. Um, let me have a rant then, Danny. Is this about? <laughs> right, you were at the London Screenwriters Festival. I was at there. You well, were there. I because, couldn't make it because you're too big for your boobs. <laughs> and um, uh, people did miss you, Danny. No, or didn't or did? They did. Oh, that's good to know. They did. They did. They asked about you mainly because they didn't recognise me if I was on my own. Of course. Um, but I did notice a thing. I did write a, po a blog about it, and it captured a little bit of imagination and a little bit of feedback. Um, so it might be worth a discussion again. Yes. Well, but, first of all, before you say that, yeah. this year was kind of its bigger, biggest and best yet. Yeah, I say for that, sure. Yes, know, yes, yes. The, the yes. people they had and the yeah, speakers they had. Yeah. They had extra... And the number of folks going. Extra the number facilities. Of writers there. So I was really um, disappointed to miss out. And the big marquee at the uh, back. And that was all posh looking and, and everything. We've, we've gone to part. everyone since the beginnings, even and when it was in Cheltenham. And the Cheltenham previous incarnation yeah, of it. So we're big fans. So Oh, for sure. So no. this isn't a criticism on the event at all. Not at all. And uh, I recommend that writers go. And I continue to do that. But this comment is about what writers do when they're there mm. um obviously you've got maybe sort of three types of people you've got your sort of total beginners going along fancy having a go whatever you've got your recent graduates i suppose people have been doing it a year or two looking to hone their craft and you've got jobbing writers going along keeping in touch and everything so this is your three thirds i don't know if they're equal thirds i don't really know i don't know if anyone knows actually uh, i don't even know if chris jones and the guys know if they kind of Mm. If they ask people, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, in the previous years when we've gone, as you remember, you know, you'd walk around, uh, there'd be some sessions on, but there'd be people hanging out and you'd have a chat and you'd see um, Corvinda Gill walk, sitting around on the steps and you'd have a chat or whatever and what are you doing and you'd find out and think that would sound interesting and so on. Um, and then we even did a project together and all this. So... That's fantastic. But this year, it seemed to go quite sort of dead when the, when the sessions were on. Everyone was in there learning. Now, I wonder if it's like they've almost got like too good of speakers in a way because everyone wants to hear what they say. 
But to me, for those, not for, your, not for your total beginners, but for those people that are one or two years out into the real world and all you experienced people, I feel that the most benefit you can get from said event is the networking opportunities with other writers, with other people that are there, getting the business gossip, if you like, who's looking for what, what's going on, looking for trends, not in a nerdy formal way, but just via good conversations with people that you met last year and the year before, because... We see the same faces there all the time. Mm. And that is, in a way, joined together with my thought that most of those guys know all this already. You talked about you go to that meeting and you get those insights on your script back. But you knew the stuff, really. You mm. just hadn't done it. I feel that that's really... from. There's a lot of people there that are in that position. They know this stuff, you know? They... Um, uh, they don't need to know more about dialogue. They don't need to know really more about structure. That's not what's stopping them being successful. They're probably good writers. What's stopping them being as successful as they could be is knowing enough people. Hearing about opportunities first before they're made public. Mm. Hearing about the opportunities that never get shouted about on here. would never feature in our screenwriting news because it's just two people that have got somehow rustled up 50 grand and they're saying, have you got a script? Mm. You know, that's your opportunities. You don't get that if you sit in a, in a, in a workshop and listen to someone talking. But that's from your, like, uh, point of view from being on the third tier of your list yes. in terms of, like, being a bit experienced. Yeah. So but, if, if but, there's a talk about dialogue and its four functions or whatever, you'd yeah. be like, well, I know that, so I'm not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. And all the rest are booked out, so I can't get in there. Yeah. So I'm just going to hang out. And look, yeah, yeah. Piece. But there's, I think there's more of me than there was around, if you see what I'm saying. I'm just wondering where everyone sort of was. Well, I do remember what you ex uh, describe in terms of, you know, you would hang out, and if you didn't go to a session, there would be people to hang out with, and they would be new and interesting, and you'd have nice chats and form yeah. connections. Yeah. So what you're saying is there was fewer people just hanging out. Fewer, fewer people hanging out, and people that were hanging out, they're like, they just didn't, they didn't have, some of them didn't have business cards. Mm. It's just weird stuff like this. you just like, pe uh, people's writing as a trend... And a massive, massive generalisation. Don't take this to heart, dear listeners, right? But as a trend, I feel people's writing has gotten, got better. Mm. You know, like, uh, you know, you might see that with your reading. Then, you know, people yeah. don't make those total beginner's mistakes because they no. found out. Yeah. But people's kind of businessy bit of it, the networking, their kind of um, entrepreneurship of just like, let's get on with something. Um, just talking and saying, hey, hey, what are you doing over there, fellas? Come and have a chat with us. That kind of social, real-world networking where real-world business and real-world money changes hands, it seems worse. It's got worse. Mm. Um, it's like everyone's learning all sorts of techniques but forgotten the basics of interpersonal conversations oh. where you're just like, what are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing this. Doesn't I mean you, 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 it's not that hard because you're not going to find two total chalk and cheese there because everyone's a writer. You're gonna have, you're gonna be a little bit interested in whatever they say they're doing. Mm. Oh, I'm writing a sci-fi comic or whatever. I've probably not really got that much interest in that. Doesn't matter. I want to hear about theirs. Mm. Of course I do. Just have a chat. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. So where do they all go and what they were? You know, even. Once there was no sessions, presumably there was people in the borough. Yes, but then they all arrived. So before that, so while the last session was on, there was four of us in the bar. 
And then when the session closed, there was 400. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, this is great. This is a bit weird, you know. Because I remember from the past how social it would be. People would be going along and uh, probably people were getting annoyed because there weren't people in their sessions, you know. Where is everyone? Oh, it's in the bloody bar, you know. Um, but uh, it's like too far the other way. It seemed to me. I'm not having a moan about it. People do what they want. It's their ticket. I just thought it was an interesting well, observation. That's, that's all. An observation that things had shifted in that way. Well, I remember the first time I went to Cheltenham, you know, and you pay to go and it's not cheap. And you just think, well, I go to every session, really. Get value. Get value, yeah. yeah. But there was still plenty of chats in between uh, and hanging out in the bar, which is the best, always my favourite thing, even at the Screenwriters Festival as well. Um, the, the basement was in the bar. I don't think it was this year. No, no. it was in the marquee. Yeah, but there was so, a certain charm of going down to the bar. No. Uh, oh, going no, down to the great. basement. This, this uh, really looked the part in the marquee, I've got to say. No, no, I'm, I'm saying there was a, like a little club kind of thing. Oh, there. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah for yeah, the yeah. people who did go down there. But having the bar in the marquee obviously makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe just uh, 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 too many people, maybe, in terms of just... I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. It's just observation that I'm hoping but that writers get on board everything with kind I've... of realising that um, actually having a reflection on what is holding them back and what they need to correct mm -hmm. and picking the proper s sessions that actually deal with where they feel their shortcomings are. Yes. Well, I'll tangent off your little mini rant there, Tim, and just say, you know, if you are a newbie kind of going to the festival or going to certain talks or whatever it might be at BAFTA or BFI, anything... And it's like this is the talk is generally telling you how the system works mm. or what you should do, yeah, all those kind of things, yeah. And people then follow that advice and follow it to the letter, but they're too. I find they're too rigid, in, yeah. You know, they they embrace it too wholeheartedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you just become part of the, uh, you know, the stream of people who are doing exactly the same thing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. while it's obviously good to embrace certain industry. Uh, standards or go to kind of basics mm. you've got to shake things you've got to wise up you've got <laughs> to shake things up a bit to kind of um, make yourself known and stand out uh, so you know that's networking and, and meeting new people and yeah. not just kind of following the well, this is you know you read the, any kind of Hollywood book you want to read or any kind of book on story and writing it will just tell you how things are done and then you start using that language as if it's um, part of your DNA. Like, oh, my first act here and my second act here. Uh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and that makes you sound like you know what you're talking about, which is good. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's just like it's, it's almost, you're almost creating parameters for yourself. And I'm not talking in terms of st structure. I'm just talking in terms of your outlook. Yeah. It's like, well, I'll do my BBC Writer's Room. and I'll do my Red Planet Prize. And then I'll wait, you know. Because I have to wait for their feedback and their yeah, rejection yeah. or response. It's just like, yeah, but they're lucky to get your submission, remember? So what else are you doing? Mm. Because by the time their response comes through, you should either be too busy um, or just so busy doing something else. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, God, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they might, you might be pleasantly surprised because you might get a nice response or you might get, get a rejection and you go, well, that's fine mm. because that's par for the course almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just go, you keep going. But yeah. people take it like, oh, well, they said that, so I can't do this anymore. Or I need to make my scripts this because this person said it. Mm. It's like, well, no. So yeah. People are just latching onto things. Yeah, but this comes back to my new phrase. I know you've got your new phrase now. Wise up. 
finds out. I've got my phrase at the minute, which I'm using a lot, which is be normal. Be normal, yeah. Just be a normal person. Mm. Now, I don't mean that in a derogatory way of like you're abnormal. <laughs> what I mean, what I mean is be two dudes talking about a film. Don't be desperate writer talking to someone that you see as as uh, Tex Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know you want to get the cash off them um, yeah you can see that look in their eyes just be normal or that kind of tone what's of the what's the matter with people you know just just have a chat um, maybe this is all through experience though rather than actually um, criticising people you've just got to learn stuff it's like when I went to Cannes for the no, first no, time no 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 sorry I don't think it is that I don't think it's that Danny what it, it's not experience so, it's, certain it's, parts no, it's of it not are. experience certain not experience. parts are no it's not because there would be, no, it's an outlook. It's an outlook on life that you that through experience, yes, I've had to shift, but I may have had it from the start, but I didn't. Well, you could just be naive about stuff, but you could always. No, out. no, no. It's just nor. It's just thinking. It's having that mindset that thinks that the other person that you're pitching to is a hundred percent a human being, not uh, a doorway. To some f your magical future. Yeah, but that's and, something I learned. Yeah, you can learn it, but some people just have that, Danny. They just, they just, Maybe. they just got better at, at thinking about not themselves and being selfish, but thinking about other people. And that's all I'm saying. Just think about the, the, the person sitting opposite you as being a normal person, just like yourself. It does. I know that seems obvious, but it sometimes doesn't seem like it's obvious. Well, yeah, people. yeah. Well, that goes back to my point in terms of like you're assigning a value to them, like they're the scary producer. Yeah. And I'm just the new writer. Yeah. So whatever they say is right, or they're in the yeah. sit, they're yes. in the power of control. Yeah. And it's just no, it's not like that at all. Yeah. That's I mean, right. they, they might have some subtext to that, but it, essentially, as the writer, you're the one with the ultimate value. Yeah. Um, whether they want it or not, and you can just talk to them as a normal human being. Yeah. Um, without having, if it's pitching, you don't have to perform or go mad. Oh, but I wonder, again, it comes back to that thing, you see, I wonder if people have gone to too many pitching classes. Possibly. And they've got picked up too many techniques. Mm. And being normal is the kind of overarching advice where we're just like, you could just say that to just go, what do I do, what do I do? You see this person here, over here, go over there and tell them about your film. Okay. You could just see how probably you could actually be really good at this from the off mm. if you just kind of didn't, fanny around in your head and people haven't scared you into thinking it's so important mm. I mean it's important I suppose but the most important thing you could get alright here we go I'm going to end on the Disney line okay you ready okay, ready just about go on okay so the most important thing you could get out of that is a friendship <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean there's a chance to make a friend with someone right. who's got a shared love of film mm. that's actually what if you had that as your goal I'm going to sit down and try and, you know, have a good chat with a new friend. You'd probably be twice, three times as successful as if you sat down and thought, I've got to flog this thing to this guy. It's just a thought. I should, you yeah, know, we, we should actually up. probably discuss this before we come on to the podcast. Maybe a little Decide bit. if we actually agree with that or not. <laughs> now, I've said it now, so it's too late. Well, that's the whole point as well. Yeah, it is. It is. The, well, the whole point is to, for me to say something slightly controversial to see if you guys at home listening agree and you take something from that or you passionately disagree fantastic because that reinforces your own approach 
doesn't matter. The point is we've reflected on this slightly and we've not just gone on autopilot. We've actually taken a step back and thought, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. That's important. Mm -hmm. And if you are one of those kind of newer writers who are looking at Red Planet Prize and Writer's Room or any of those kind of opportunities, you know, they are great if you get any traction with them. But if you don't, they don't have to define who you are or what you are as a writer just keep on another great it's a fantastic feel good thing we've made at the end ABW you know we'll do the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross style of uh, but in terms of always be writing always be writing so always be writing and be normal be normal and what was your one again be cool no wise up wise up (laughs) (laughs) okay there we are three top tips there folks we don't need to do another podcast ever ever we've peaked okay great now uh, see you guys on Twitter for this ongoing conversation about uh, yes things we've talked about Tim's here. Tim's even a lot more active on Twitter now. It's a, it's a miracle. Yeah. You, he's, you were on there, yeah. so you're checking out the thing. I check out and I reply. Mm. And I normally put my name at the end so you, you know. know that it's me that's replied. Just got myself and Danny to sort of share it for the podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, if you prefer that. A lot of people do. Actually, mm-hmm. that's been a bit busy recently. Um, we're on Podomatic, which is where this is stored. Probably not for much longer, though. Maybe not. We're not sure. Fees have gone up a little bit. We're on um, iTunes as well. Um, and uh, that's the safest single place to, to, to track us because you won't miss a new one. And also, if we do change providers or whatever, then, of course, we'll just point that back to the same place. Yeah. So uh, find us on iTunes. You can email us. You can email us, ukscriptwriters at hotmail.com. Uh, with anything you want us to discuss on here or any news that you have that you feel everyone should know about. Um, Coming up soon in future ones, uh, we've got a games one ready to go at some point. Um, Tim recorded that at the Screenwriters Festival Festival with a couple of legends and um, we will probably also be doing things about short films in the future we wanted to do something about and we want to do something about low budget features again getting them off the ground but uh, all that's to come fantastic so yeah thanks for listening and downloading sharing whatever you do with it and uh, we'll see you next time yeah rock on rock on wise up wise up be cool be normal (laughs) bye